Hello. Hello. Are you ready to talk about sex? Oh, I am. For <laughs> sure. Um, so, um, because you were actually the one that taught me these terms, would you care to explain what sex negative and sex positive means? Uh, sure. You don't have so... to. I'm just putting you on the spot. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it the best I can. Uh, well, sex positive, I think most people are familiar with at this point mm-hmm. um it's kind of where the pro-feminist porn comes in as well as um like sex work it's work all of that um yeah ties in with sex positivity where you believe that every sex act that is uh, consensual is mm-hmm. good basically it's safe it's good uh, it should be about pleasure in whatever uh, form you want um it's a you do you kind of thing. Mm. Consent is key, of course, in sex positivity, but otherwise there aren't a lot of rules to it. Um, so that has its issues, of course, but then there's sex negativity, which is a response to um, the sex positive uh, side of everything, where you are, well, it's, on the extreme side, it can be just a anti-sex. You're just against sex. You might even be like anti-sex within a marriage or anything that is like heterosexual sex because it's oppressive. There's a whole lot of ways to be sex negative. But it's also um, questioning the validity of and the safety of uh, being sex positive. I guess mm. the sex negative side is... Um, kind of claiming the sex positive side to be naive uh, regarding sex and sex negative that's just in um uh that's just in regards to on a societal level and and sex or is this actually like in in your bedroom no it can be both that's what i said about the the heterosexual sex like some just refuse it uh because of what it carries um like politically and stuff. So it can be just you refuse sex, not because you're asexual, but you're sex negative. Uh, or it can be on a societal level. Um, I mean, sex I, positivity can be on both sides too, I guess. Like on I'm your a own little, individual perspective. Yeah, um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you dummy questions now. So yeah. refuse sex like you don't have sex? Yeah, could be. Huh. And then the people that don't find themselves to be asexual, how do they like, is that, is it just a need that's going to be suppressed or is it a conviction that sex is just in it, like innately harmful? Um, I know you don't probably have all the answers to this. I'm just, right. I'm just trying to yeah. get a good well, picture. It can, be, it, can, it can be both, I guess, that sex is yeah. innately harmful and therefore I should not participate in it. Uh, or mm. I choose not to because I'm making a stand kind of. Yeah. I feel... Yeah. Personally, I'm like leaning towards uh, sex negativity, especially in my own life, where I just, mm. um, I don't refuse sex, but I'm, I think like this is, I'm, I'm not being very personal, but no one knows me, so it's fine. <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> but, uh, I would say I have sex once a year. And I'm not asexual, but I just don't mm. appreciate uh, a lot of the things that comes with sex. Mm. so so that's the sex negative side if that makes sense I gotcha yeah I it's I always thought I was also more sex negative mainly because I 
feel like I'm not sex positive. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not, I don't fall where you do on that, like, side of things. So I, I wonder mm-hmm. what I would I don't call myself. myself sex negative, though. But um, I can uh, relate to it. I think. And right about here, my Wi-Fi disappeared and our connection was completely interrupted. We continue to talk without hearing each other. So I will uh, cut and hopefully pick up where we left off. Hello. Hi. Do you hear me fine? I think so. Okay. I think we'll just pick up where we left off. We're not going to redo the thing. Um, So we're talking about sex negative negative versus sex positive. And do you think as feminist, this is like a core issue that uh, is going to leave people divided? Or do you think that we can come to a conclusion about? I feel like you should be able to reach a conclusion, but it kind of ties in with the uh, modest versus like sexual liberation that we talked about uh, yesterday. Yeah. um, Where what is empowering is so different for different people. And also in this case, I think both sides of sex negative versus sex positive see the other side as harmful. Yeah. And that's kind of, and that's kind of, yeah. Cause it's actually harmful in a way that's working against. Right what feminism have been working for or towards yes like it's uh, an actual obstacle in what we're trying to achieve yeah but they're both aiming for sort of the same thing <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly yeah um it is interesting because sex is something that's always gonna you know like let's say abortion rights that we were talking about before it's not gonna be you know majority of women aren't gonna like have to even deal with that on a personal level mm-hmm. um but sex is our sexuality is with every single person and it's gonna be something that's because it's been so politicized it's it's strange it's your own sexuality as a woman is rather political yeah i mean because it's so political it's inevitable that feminism will take a part in it. Yeah. You know, yeah. since it's about women. Well, it's about all people, but especially about um, women. Uh, I think it's interesting that the sex positive side could be viewed as naive or as catering to, still catering to the male gaze, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. versus the sex negative is uh, conservative. Uh, sorry, you said conservative? Conservative instead. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, it, it's pretty radical to be sex negative. If you see it, you know, what we just talked about. It's radical within feminism. But if you think yeah. about it, like, uh, on a historical level, or whatever, then that's, I mean, women being sex positive is the revolutionary part. To begin yeah. with. And yeah. then as a response to that, where they went wrong, or wrong and wrong, um, comes the sex negativity. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, an up and down kind of circle. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's been kind of twisted um, in a weird way. Yeah, and I can also see that happening because women being sec- like liberally or sexually liberated, it's, it's obviously a great thing that we all strive for, but at the same time, the way that our liberation is like manifesting is usually 
like we said, feeding the man, male gaze or feeding this like notion of what sex is that's been created by, you know, probably pornography or at least male dominance, uh, dare I say, <laughs> that, you know, this is how sex is, this is how it should be, this is what you should sound like, this is what you should look like, this is how you should perform. Mm-hmm. And it's typically based on, you know, um, kind of like a, a sexual culture that's been instilled by men, not so much women. Yeah. But maybe I'm out on a limb saying that. I don't. Yeah, you're out on a limb now. <laughs> I know. So it's interesting also the way that the importance uh, that porn carries when it comes to our experience of sex Um because a lot of us have more experience with porn than we do with like actual sex ourselves. And our mm-hmm. view of sex will be heavily influenced by porn. Yeah. Uh, in combination with very lacking sexual education. Yeah. Where porn sometimes is the only source of information about sex that like young people uh, will have at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because- why. Yeah. Sorry. That's why. That's why it's. This is actually another argument for feminist porn because it right. could be educational. It is. <laughs> it is. No, but it is already educational. Uh, whether it is teaching um, something we want kids to learn, that's a whole different thing. But it is already educational. So, yeah. what kids and teens are learning about sex could be regulated with feminist yeah. porn. Yeah, if, that's interesting. If, 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 let's say, porn is inevitable. That is the argument. Hmm. And I mean, I feel like in our cases, we were introduced to porn in a way that was kind of inevitable and at a young age. Um, yeah. Without seeking it out. So let's just say that that is a thing that probably happens a lot. Oh, yeah, of course. The, it, they say the, the statistic on um, fight the new drug is that Typically, children get exposed to the majority of people get exposed when they're between eight and eleven years old in the digital, mm. as, uh, in the digital age. So obviously, this is probably from the nineties and forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that that's the digital age, but I mean <laughs> when when the internet is available <laughs> in any household. Um. So yeah, I mean that's a huge problematic thing to. So basically, porn is inevitable. Porn is educating, and mm-hmm. so the re- so yeah, that leaves the two choices that have been kind of been discussing: is the re- removal and non-existence of porn, or it's the refor- reformation of porn mm. that could help feminism. Right. Hmm. I guess it's 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 on what reality you're willing to accept, like. Do you think, like, fighting against porn, let's say, that that is actually realistic? If you do, then feminist porn would actually be a hindrance uh, in what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. You know, Uh, however, if you don't think that it's realistic that porn will go away or lose its influence, then feminist porn would be, like, a tool to Mm -hmm. improve, uh, like, everyone's experience and probably like lower the amount of kids or people that get damaged through porn you know yeah yeah um it's funny I actually I will say that like through this conversation I've definitely like opened my mind a little bit I used to be 
I'm I, I'm I still am very anti-porn, but this discussion is making me see like definitely the positive sides of if porn just looked different instead right. of just not existing. I think it's interesting and, with representation, also, um, like how if the representation of all these categories uh, that people search, like you said, teen, and let's say the other ones that are oh threesome, uh, bisexual, uh, red hair, you know all. Uh, we're mom. all we're all categories in porn, right? Yeah. So another big Ugh. one is is lesbian porn. Have you watched lesbian porn? Let me just ask you. Yes, I have. Yes. Um. It's not. It's not very realistic, is it? No. <laughs> no. And as uh as a baby gay, you know, receiving your own sexual education in school, that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. No. That's probably not gonna no. happen for many years. <laughs> I think. <laughs> And let's say you turn to porn for the lack of sex education that is right for you. And what do you see? I mean, if we're talking about catering to the male gaze, we have a prime example um, where nothing that is performed is safe or uh, comfortable or pleasurable. Um, It's a very strange place to be. And I feel like that's just one of many uh, categories of people that are so misrepresented for the sake of just visual pleasure. Yeah. Oh, yeah and and as long as porn is used uh, for information and education, then representation seems to all of a sudden really matter and make a difference. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's such a good point. I actually haven't. I mean, yeah, that's where I go. Porn just shouldn't exist, <laughs> you know, <laughs> instead of maybe thinking in other terms of like, oh, maybe we should actually like um, change, just change it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I feel myself leaning uh, towards the reformation uh, mm-hmm. side of porn. However, whenever I read articles or um, reviews of something that has been released that is sex positive and like by a, a female feminist director and something regarding porn I'm always critical like I have mm-hmm. never had a positive response for myself even though yeah. I buy into the idea of it and I yeah. see the importance like I'm always skeptical I think I feel like the uh, the perspective from uh, the sex positive side is not reflective enough like mm. there are still so many risks with releasing sexual content and what yeah. that might bring with that yeah. it can't just be good because it's better like it can be so much better than the alternative we have it can be so much better and it can still be not only good mm. yeah I feel like that's um, really I, important to to regard uh, if you're leaning towards um, feminist porn or sex positivity. The dangers of it all. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I really appreciate you, like, your insight on this. I think it's, like, definitely teaching me a lot and it's, like, making me rethink things for sure. Yeah. And um, as with any other subject that we've been discussing during this little mini 
series. Right. It's been very like fun to actually have an intentional conversation because we we do end here a lot of the times here. <laughs> I mean, in the women's issues, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this having this podcast has been a, like a more intentional, and I I am hearing your points in a different light, and also like maybe more in depth. Yeah, no, I've um, been enjoying it a lot actually. Yeah, so uh, maybe this should be a regular thing. No, maybe we <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, I just want to thank you so much uh, for helping me with this project and your insight. And um, yeah, I'm just really grateful. Of course, I'd love to talk to you. Okay, well, uh, I guess I'll say goodbye. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Catch Go you on the next day. one. Yeah, catch okay. you on the next one.